we go into this next portion of the word, go ahead and get your Bibles out and your notebooks ready. We are going to be in a couple of passages today. And today, as we go into the word of the Lord, we are going to be dealing with a particular struggle, a particular trigger that I think many of us will attest to. We have always, we've already dealt with who, what, when, where, today we deal with why. We only have one more Sunday left in the year. After this, this is our last in-person service of the year. And when we start dealing with the struggle of why, why is a unique thing, why, why? If any of us have ever parented, we have no doubt heard from our kids, why? Maybe y'all, maybe it was just my kids. They get to a stage where everything has a why attached to it. And so in our text today, in Judges chapter 6, Judges chapter 6 is a familiar narrative with Gideon. We know Judges chapter 6, but we oftentimes will skip to his 300. We'll skip to the place where he selects all of these people and God whittles him down. That's good material to learn from. There is a whole lot in there, but I would like to go before that, if you will, starting at verse 11. Verse 11 reads, Then the angel of the Lord came and sat under the oak that was in Ophrah, which belonged to Joash the Abizrite, as his son Gideon was beating out the wheat in the winepress in order to save it from the Midianites. Please understand if you were to go back and read a little bit, God had given his people into the hands of the Midianites. The Midianites didn't do what they wanted to do. Watch this. They did what God let them do. This is important because you have to understand that some of the things that we think that the enemy is forcing his way in, the enemy can't force his way. The devil does nothing without allowance. And so God had given the people over into the hand of the Midianites because of what they had done. Walk with me. They in trouble not because Midian was so strong, not because the devil was so strong, but because they had been so weak. I'll do that again. They're in trouble, not because Midian, Midian is so strong, not because the devil is so strong, but because they had been so weak. 
And so here in our text in verse 11, if you're walking with me here, Gideon is trying to hide to save it from the Midianites. It's a terrible thing when you feel like you have to hide your provision. Huh. When you are in an environment that is so untrustworthy that you can't even leave the provision out because you're afraid that people in your environment are going to take your harvest. Some of us are living in an environment right now that the reason that it feels so tense is because you are surrounded by people that you don't trust with your harvest. And so what you do is you find yourself working and hiding the harvest as if you can protect yourself when God is the one that gave you over, not that Midian is so bad. Quiet. So he's hiding his stuff. The angel of the Lord appealed to, appeared to him and said to him, the Lord is with you. I love this verse. The Lord is with you. What is he calling? Oh, valiant warrior. Excuse me, God. We in war. This thing is so bad, I got to hide my stuff. And then here you come telling me that the Lord is with me. Okay, we don't want to tell the truth, but some of us have received a word while you were in a harsh season and you thought the prophet was off. Okay. Ain't no way that word is true. They can't know what I'm going through. But watch this. The word of the Lord is tied to God's will, not your condition. Do it again. The word of the Lord is tied to God's will, not your condition. You can be just as messed up. Your credit can be just as bad. You could have just got fired. Your repo can be going down the street. And God can whisper in your ear, I got you. Oh, no, it don't work like that. See, God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. And if he said it, he'll make it what? He'll make it good. And so the angel says, the Lord is with you. Watch this, y'all. Oh, valiant warrior. But here, here comes us. Here we are. Here we are in verse 13. Here we are. Here we, we about to show up. Gideon said to him, oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord, if, if the Lord is with us, why? Okay, y'all, y'all. Why? If you with me, why my credit so bad? If you with me, why did I just get fired? If you with me, why is it that it seems like I'm spending every day at the kid's school? If you with me, you wasn't with me when the doctor gave me that last report. So Gideon, come on, don't act as if we're so above Gideon now. Why then has all this happened to us? If you with me, why has all this happened to us? Where? are all his miracles which our fathers told us about saying did not the Lord bring us from Egypt but now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hand of Midian if you with me why am I going through 
with me? Why is it so bad? Why is it so hard? I want you to notice something if you guys are here taking notes. Um, as I was putting this together, um, God gave me, the, gave me the scriptures and then he started filling in the blanks. That's just the way God works with me. And I noticed something, y'all. God, this text that I'm reading, this whole why takes place before God has given any instructions. Okay, y'all. We're talking about struggling with the instructions of the Lord, right? This whole exchange between the angel and Gideon is taking place before the instructions. This verse is before go get an army. God hasn't even given him instructions yet, and Gideon is already giving him a why. Why is that important? The Lord has actually come to deliver Gideon and all the people connected to Gideon. Watch this. But his why was standing as a, ro as a, as a roadblock. Watch this. God's like, I've come to deliver you, and you having a verse 13 with me. I've come to heal you, but you having a verse 13. I've come to show you how to buy the house, but you, you, you got me stuck in verse 13. I was about to tell you how you could go get a car, but you still in verse 13. The Lord, for many of us, is like, I came to fix it, but you're, you keep coming with your why. I came to actually give you the actual words that were necessary. I was about to give you the whole blueprint. I could have had it fixed by sundown. But you want to give me your why. The instruction for victory was literally secondary to Gideon getting his why. He didn't even ask God, how do I get out? He just wanted to know why he was there. An angel shows up, and, and, and if, if we know, because we know, watch this, but now the Lord has abandoned us, the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hand of Midian. So Gideon clearly knew that God had given them over to the hand of Midian, and watch this, if an angel shows up in the middle of my distress, before I get to going back and forth about why, I'm about to ask, the, ask that angel, get me out. Y'all missed it. But your why stands as a roadblock. Why is it that instruction is secondary to your feelings? Why, write this down, is not the solution. Why is not the solution. You can get all the why you want, and you still don't have a solution. We see it right here in the text. So, so, so what if, what if, verse 13, what if Gideon said, why are we like this? And the angel's response, because you're sinning. What did that change? Other than highlighting what Gideon already knew. How do you know Gideon knew it? Because he said it. Now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hand of Midian. Some of us want a why, but your why is not your solution. As a matter of fact, Gideon knew, according to the scripture, he knew why they were there. He knew why things were going on. He knew, but watch this, his why was birthed out of frustration and despair. It wasn't, it wasn't birthed out of a lack of knowledge. It was birthed, birthed out of, if I can just know why, maybe I can be in control. Oh, let's go back to control for a little while. Most of the time, we won't why 
We want to know why so that we can be the prohibitor of it happening again. Y'all okay. If I know why, y'all, y'all, come on now. We do it all the time. Why this happened? Why that happened? Why this happened? I just want to know why. I just want to know why. Why you do it? Why this? Why you do it? And, and many of us really don't want the answer. What you're really looking for is ammunition so you don't go back there. And the truth be told, oh, I'm teaching us. The truth be told, what you're really saying is, God, I don't trust you to keep me out, so let me get all of the data so I can keep myself out. Because what if they told you the truth? Why did you treat me like that? Because I was full of sin, full of hell, and I couldn't control myself. What did that fix? Because after they tell you the truth, what, you mad? You mad? Okay, y'all, okay, we're going to keep working because I can see the whole room is sitting here. So my father, my father used to, why was his favorite question when I got in trouble? Right? When the teacher would call, the teacher would call my dad and tell him I did something. And I knew, ooh, I knew when he picked me up, he'd have a certain look. And I just knew, ooh, I am in trouble, Jesus. And the conversation would start with, son, yeah, dad, how was your day? Why are you playing with me, bro? Um, it was, it was good. It was good. How were your classes? Fine. Everything, everything was, everything, everything was good. What about Mr. Pollard's class? It was fine. Why did you tackle Mr. Pollard on the playground? Oh no. <laughs> Ooh, and that was, I mean, I don't know. What does I don't know mean? It was like zero to 500. What does I don't know mean? It was over. It was over. Whooping commence. It was over. But the truth is, I didn't know. Mr. Pollard was on the playground. He was really tall, and my friend said, I wonder if we can get Mr. Pollard on the ground. So I ran, and I tackled him. And I, I was little, and he was big, and I thought it was fun. So I tackled him, and I tackled him till he fell down. And I got up, and I turned to my friends. And I, my dad whooped me for two days over that. But I told him why. But what does it demonstrate? Why wasn't the solution to my behavior? Why was not the fix? Knowing why satisfied him but didn't change me. Okay. Sometimes when you're asking why, it's for your satisfaction, not for the shifting of the circumstance. Gideon knew why. And some of us need to get a little mature and figure out, do you want it changed or do you just want to be satisfied? Some of you are trying to satisfy your emotions, but you don't want change. Even God's response would have been, you were here because you're in sin. Now what? But the Lord wants to give us victory. Do y'all believe that? The Lord wants you to be whole. Do you believe that? The Lord wants to see you prosper. Do you believe that? But here's the truth. 
Let me go further. Let me go one more step. Here's where things got, got a little painful for me. The Lord looked at him. Who's him? Okay. The Lord looked at him and said, go in this your strength. Now, he had just had a verse 13 tantrum. I know y'all ain't never had one, but he just had one in verse 13. He said, go in this your strength and deliver Israel from the hand of Midian. Have I not sent? What's the next word? Let's go back. The Lord looked at, what's that word? Him. The Lord looked at who? Him. Who's him? Uh-huh. What's the last? Have I not sent? What's the last word? Here's what God spoke to me about this verse. When it comes to the instruction of the Lord, when it comes to us asking the question why, God spoke something so uh, strong when I was sitting here and I was putting it together. He said, you're the fix. You want to know why? You're the fix. Excuse, excuse me. You're the fix. The stuff, all this stuff that you mad about in your life, you're the fix. No, I'm not they, you. But they, you. But they still are food. He looked at him and said, but I'm hiding my harvest. Have I not sent you? But this isn't fair. He looked at him. But my kids, have I not sent you? Many of the things we're complaining about, we're the fix. Amen. Dropping your kids off in front of the TV. Hoping that the television can parent your children. Then when it starts, you mad. You're the fix. You're the fix for their behavior. But I don't know how. Okay. Let that be the question. How? Now why? How? God, how? How is okay? Now we'll often argue with how. Go dip in the water seven times. Oh, come on. We don't like how. But how is an appropriate question. Why is irrelevant? Yeah, no, it's relevant to me. To you. And the truth is, many of us already know why. Come on now. Many of you already know why. You wake up with a pain somewhere and you go, ooh, this is probably because I. You already know why. Right? But the why don't make the pain go away. Okay, I'm trying to help. The why doesn't make the pain go away. If, if you recognize that you pulled something yesterday when you tried to, you know, drag the couch up the steps by yourself because you, you know, you got too much pride to ask for help. And so you tried to drag it up by yourself, not calling nobody who would have been more than willing because you didn't want to be seen as somebody who need nobody because you're trying to heal from a self-imposed wound of somebody making you feel like they weren't there from you for you. So now 20 years later, you can't even be there for your spouse because you mad about something that somebody else did 20 years ago. And now your spouse is trying to be your spouse and you saying that you don't never do nothing for me. It's because you won't even let them in because you mad at somebody that ain't even got their name because somebody did something to you a long time ago that you won't even sit down with nobody and let nobody fix because you don't want nobody to know that you might have some mental emotional turmoil 
And so now you're talking about, I'm done with this marriage. No, you need to start with you. Now you're talking about, I can't stand these kids. You birthed those kids. These kids get on my nerves. Do you know how many people want kids? I'm sorry, that hits different. People crying and begging to God. We done prayed and laid hands and anointed with oil for the doctor's report for people's kids to come. And we've seen miracles in this house. And you mean to tell me you're going to have the kid and complain about the kid? The devil. Huh? 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 How am I not sent you? Somebody say, you the fix. Matter of fact, say, I'm the fix. Say, I'm the fix. I'm, no, no, they, they, mm -mm, no, no, I'm fine. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. He said to him, oh, 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 Lord, here I am, verse 15. This, how, how shall I, how shall I do it? Watch him, watch him. Because he on the angel's couch right now. He's having a good counseling session. Behold, watch him. My family, oh man, I'm about to get stuck, Daphne. My family is the least in Manessa. I'm the youngest in my father's house. You know what, you know what Gideon just said? I'm suffering from a generational curse. <laughs> and my generational curse is, is, is keeping me from doing, first of all, uh, first of all, uh, some of this stuff that you call in generational curses are generational decisions. Let's start with that. Number two, a believer can't be under a generational curse. Oh, cursed is the one who hung on the tree. Y'all not in here. So a believer can't be under a generational curse. I know, I've heard that doctrine. I know, I've heard that teaching. I know it made perfect sense to me until the Lord had to arrest me and say, are you crazy? Don't tell people that they under a curse. What do you think I died for? Okay, y'all not in here. Don't tell people I'm under a curse. What do you think I hung, bled, and died? Why do you think I got holes in my hands? Why do you think I got holes in my feet? No, that ain't a generational curse. That's stubbornness. No, that's not a generational curse. That's immaturity. No, that's not a generational curse. That's a decision. I'm, this is what, that's what Gideon said. Gideon said, I'm under a generational curse. Here's, here's the thing. For Gideon, that could have been true because this is pre-Jesus. <laughs> but for those of us who have accepted our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I got access to some things that Gideon, y'all, thank God for Jesus. Who I want to run. Thank God for Jesus. You mean to tell me that Gideon looked around and he said, my family's messed up and, and I'm the youngest and, and, and there's no way that I can do it. But Jesus says, after I come, the history of your family don't mean nothing. Oh, once we accept Jesus, your family can be crazy, but my hand is still on you. Your mother can be crazy, but my hand is still on you. I took away all of the generational burdens off for your life. You don't have to be what they were. You don't have to walk how they walk. He whom the son preached has set free is free indeed. Somebody shout, I'm free. Come on, somebody shout, I'm free from it. I'm free from that history. I'm free from that pain. I'm free from that burden. I'm free from that hurt. I'm free. I'm free. 
I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. Come on. I'm about to break the back of the devil. I'm free. I'm free. You sitting around talking about, I ain't never had a good marriage. Well, it starts today. I don't care what you've seen in your bloodline. You better get your spouse and say, one of us is going to have to get it together. Free, 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 free. You looking around talking about when my mama got divorced and my auntie got divorced and my father been divorced and my brother got divorced. But that does not mean that the same burden is on your life. Glory to God. I am not cursed. I am free. I am free. Somebody shout free. I'm free from the pain. I'm free from the burden. Somebody shout free. Yes, Lord. I have no chains holding me. Somebody shout free. God, I receive your freedom. I'm free. You better quit claiming what you don't have to claim. I ain't claiming it. I'm sorry. See, let me dig in. I ain't claiming it, Gainey. I ain't claiming it. Yeah, listen. There is a whole ward. There's a whole ward in Oklahoma full of my relatives in the prison. The whole prison ward is full of my relatives. It's a whole ward. They call it the McGee Ward. That's my granddaddy's name. Everybody in there had that last name. All of them. I had so many people get in trouble, they put them all in the same ward of the prison. But see, I'm not going to claim it. And what's happened is, preach. Many of you are using your sin like a badge. I heard that. Many of you are talking about, oh, I used to do this. Oh, I was terrible. Oh, I was this. Oh, but your testimony ought to be something different. Your testimony ought to be God is a healer. Your testimony ought to be God is a deliverer. Your testimony ought to be God is a restorer. Your testimony ought to be God made a way. Thank you, Jesus. I'm free. You stay bound if you want to, but I'm free. I done messed around. Let me tell you something. I don't care how many people in my bloodline got what going on in their life, but as for me and mine, my children will not repeat. My son will not repeat. My daughters will be virtuous. My marriage will be healthy. In the name of Jesus, death and life are in the power of my tongue. My marriage is holy. My children are strong. Too many of y'all are waiting to declare until it gets bad. Ain't nothing going on bad in my marriage, but I'm going to speak health right now. Holy, hey, 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 hey. Holy. 
holy. Yes, Lord. I ain't waiting till it gets bad. I ain't going to wait till the devil tries me. I'm letting him know right now, don't even try it. You old nasty devil. Don't even come nigh. Because behind this door is a prayer warrior. Behind this door is a faster. Behind this door is a worshiper. Behind this door. He said, he said, he said, he said, he said, my family, he said, my family, uh, I come to yank somebody out of your family. Oh, we talked about it the other day. See, you get baptized into a new body. When I accept Jesus, I get baptized into a new body. Oh, that means that all of the issues of my old family are gone. Oh, that means that all of the issues of my old bloodline are gone. If any man be in Christ he's a all things are behold all things become somebody shout I'm free my bloodline changed my bloodline has changed Ganey. my bloodline my blood I'm trying to let this thing go but my bloodline has been shifted my bloodline has been shifted oh let me go further I feel God in my neck let me go further let me tell y'all something do you know that if they map your genome they can tell you what species you are oh Daphne they can tell you they can say this is this type of thing this is this type of thing they look at your DNA and based upon your DNA they can tell you what you are watch this if any man be in Christ he's a new creature oh watch this Greek creation let's go further species oh y'all not in here you mean to tell me when I come to Jesus he remaps my genome he literally takes my DNA strand and says you used to be this but now you that y'all not walking with me this means that when the devil comes and tries to hold you to your past you not even that anymore you better stop answering to your own name you are no longer Simon you are Peter you are no longer woman you are Eve you better recognize I am different. I am holy. I am righteous. I am the glory of God. I'm different. I'm just different. I'm just different. I'm just different. Remember when we used to? Actually, no. Actually. Actually, hey, actually, no. Matter of fact, I need somebody even right now, while this conviction is in this atmosphere, to start deleting every name in your phone that is connected to 
your history. Oh, I heard that. I need you to go open up while I'm here. I don't feel shame. Go to that Facebook. Go to them DMs and start swiping. As a show of worship. Come on now. Some of y'all need to lift them old nasty cell phones up. And as a show of worship, say, that was the old me. That was the old me. That was the old me. I'm free. I'm free. Y'all think I'm playing. Because you got a whole lot of folk that's trying to DM your history. Man, he won't let it go, y'all. Leanna, they're trying to DM. Man, God speak. Trying to DM your history. Direct. Direct message. That should tell you where you messed up right there. Why did I give them? Direct access. <laughs> you need to tell somebody excuse me I have removed your direct access you know oh I've removed your direct no uh, no, no. Oh, uh, no but my mama said no but my dad no I'm free I love the way I love the way I love the way God deals with him. I love the way God deals with him. Because he's, oh, I'm toe up. That's what he said. My family toe up. Some of y'all don't come to me with that. Man, you know, this is all I've ever seen. Lies. That's all you've wanted to see. This whole language about I can't see nothing different, you ain't looking for nothing different. Okay, now I really feel it. Huh? Different is available, but different requires different. Huh? I said different requires different. You want a healthy marriage? Stop acting single. You want healthy children? Stop acting like you ain't got none. Y'all not, not in here. You want a good job? Stop acting like you ain't employed. Huh? Y'all not in here? You want to be a good steward? Stop acting like you ain't got no bills. Oh, I'm just talking about what I'm talking about today. I know that's right. Well, you know, my family wasn't good with money. What that got to do with your decision? And watch this. How are you so aware of what they were struggling with and just allowed it in your house. That's like somebody telling you it's a venomous snake in this bag and you go, I think I should put my hand in there. We told you what was in the bag. Which means that when you get bit, you can't blame the one who told you it was in the bag. Neither can you blame the snake. Because the snake was just doing what snakes do. You got some snakes in your family. Why you mad? They just doing what snakes do. And truth be told, some of us hypocrites, you were the snake. The reason you recognize the game so much is because you wrote the, the book. 
Some of y'all calling it discernment. It ain't discernment. You reliving. I'm discerning that you cheat. No, all you're seeing is them play out the playbook of what you did and didn't get caught by. That wasn't God. That was your flesh recognizing it had a friend. Look at what God said. The Lord said to him, Lord said, surely I'll be with who? He said, surely I'll be with who? Say, the Lord is with me. That thing makes me want to run. Say, the Lord is with me. See, y'all don't understand. If God be for you, I wish somebody was with me today. See, the Lord with me. Whom shall I fear? The Lord, the Lord is with me. Then he says, and. See, it would have been good enough if we would have just thought what the Lord is with you. He says, and you shall defeat Midian. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't, don't go too quick. Not you will defeat that guy. You, Gideon, with all them excuses and all your wives, you will defeat. You are going to have a healthy marriage. You are going to get out of debt. You are not going to be overcome by disease. You, y'all, see, 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 you will not be on medication your whole life. See, y'all playing too much. Because see, I start declaring, Ganey, and everybody like, so you, you got to get to a place where you want to receive it. When you hear the word of Lord, okay, okay. This, is how, this is how God been dealing with me. God told me, you better be who you are. <laughs> it's how he's been dealing with me. And when y'all hear the word of the Lord, come close. Hey, I done fought too much to have this in me. And when y'all hear the word of the Lord, somebody better receive this thing. I said, by the power of God within me, I said that you will not be on medication. That's what I said. I said, you won't be on medication all your life. No, 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 no. I said, God today is reversing diagnosis. Hey, oh, I'm declaring that when you go back to the doctor for a checkup, that there is about to be a reversal. Oh, that there, you're about to start being stepped down. I hear that, God. I hear you. That he's about to start stepping you down. You shouldn't be on high blood pressure medicine. I speak step down. You shouldn't be on medication for high blood pressure. Step down. You shouldn't be... It's stepping down, stepping down. Reverse. Reverse. Hey, reverse. Reverse. He about to reverse that thing. I hear it, God. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Okay, okay. Hey, me and my daughter. Yes, Lord. Me and my daughter. Me and my daughter. She, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Me and my daughter were playing Uno the other day. She said, Dad, let's play Uno. We playing Uno the other day. 
she got a real good run where she just kept reverse, reverse, reverse. The thing about a reverse, especially when you're playing with two players, when you reverse, the other player don't get to play. Y'all, 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 who I feel like running, the other player don't get to play. Let me tell you what God just did in the heavenlies. He just put a reverse down, and the devil don't even get to play. He not going to get to play no more reverse. Oh, no, I get another turn. Reverse. There has just been a reversal in the spirit, and you got to get another turn. Don't let your turn go by when mess up again. Somebody, it's your turn to bless him. It's your turn to praise him. It's your turn. Your turn to give him glory. Your turn to give him praise. Come on, come on, somebody. It's my turn. You know the thing about it? Guess what? When you throw a reverse, it don't matter what's in his hand. The reverse takes away his ability to play any card. He can have a handful of pain set up for you. Oh, but you missed it. It's a reverse. You can't play Nair card. Watch this. I hear you, God. Y'all, in the spirit, I can see the whole deck in my head. And let me tell y'all, some of y'all, the reason you should praise God so much is because the reverse that was just played wasn't even in your hand. You know where it came from? The deck. Y'all better hear me. Y'all were sitting there and didn't have nothing in your hand. And the devil had played a card. And right now, on this Sunday in December, you just reached into the deck of the spirit. And right there, you said, Lord, have mercy. Reverse. Somebody better go ahead and thank God that in the spirit, he is reversing your trouble. In the spirit, he is reversing your pain. Somebody shout reverse. I'm re- since since we reverse, that means I get to play again. I was a little nervous. <laughs> I was a little nervous because I didn't know what to do. But now the reverse showed me that everything in my hand matches. I got another play. I get another chance to get it right. Thank you, Jesus. I get another chance to worship again. Lord, I was messing this thing up. Come on now, that thing was in a spiral. But thank you, Jesus. Come on now, thank you, Jesus. He done turned that thing. Thank you, Jesus. Come on now, I had given up. I had lost my grip. But right there, when I thought I didn't have no other cars to play, reverse. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. 
nothing is changing today. I know. I know we in COVID and everything, but I'm telling you right now. I told some of the, the leaders what the Lord said. I'm telling you right now. That thing is shifting right now. That thing is shifting right now. And for every, I need everybody. Hey, reverse, reverse. I need everybody that's on any type of medication. Any medication. I need hands lifted. I see you. You in here. Come on, medication, medications, 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 medication, your yeah, glory, medication. Now, now, we about to step down. Some of these medications that are lifted in the spirit, leave, leave those hands up because it's surrendering. Some of those medications are because the body's not functioning. Some of these medications is because the mind is not functioning. But in this atmosphere, there's a reverse about to take place. I just heard my grandmother say, somebody about to come off their medicine. That's how my grandmother used to say, boy, I went to the doctor and he done took me off my medicine. I said, somebody about to come off their medicine. Hands lifted. God, you see the hands. You see the hands. I was worried. I, I told the Lord, I said, Lord, I want to lay hands. He said, you ain't got to worry about it. Point. I, to, I said, Lord, we in COVID and I don't want to disrespect nobody. He said, you think my power is minimized? He said, I can heal in shadows. I ain't trying to be funny. It ain't because I'm so good. It's because God, come on now, this is the Christmas season. Emmanuel, God in us. And I got enough Holy Ghost within me that I believe that I can point. I can point. I can point. I can point and open your womb. I can point and free your mind. I can point and take that blood pressure down. I can point and open your lungs. I can point and restructure your heart valve. Yeah. I said it's open, Melita. Krista, I saw your testimony. Because he's somebody going to be like, he ain't a prophet. She posted it on Facebook. Let me break that demon right there. I saw your testimony. I know what's going on. But let me tell you, some of that was acceptance because your generation has dealt with it. It's over in you. I said it's over in you. I said it's over in you. I said it's over in you. You will not pass that on to the womb that you are carrying. I said it's over. 
Somebody say, I'm about to, I'm about to break it. I feel the break. God, watch it. Cause see, see, you gotta do it with the word. Oh, God has not given you, watch it, watch it, the spirit, watch it, of fear. But what what did God give you? Watch. Power. Love. Watch it. And a sound mind. Your mind is sound right now. Your mind. Any other diagnosis is anti-Christ. Any other diagnosis is anti-God. A sound mind is your portion. A sound home is your portion. A sound mind. I'm not trying to be disrespectful pointing folk, but the Lord told me to point. I don't want nobody to miss who I'm pointing to. Who's having trouble breathing? Yes, Lord. Who's having trouble breathing? One. Who else? Two. Who else? Who else? Because we open in lungs. Yes, Lord. Three. I said, I already know what, what they told Leanna. I know. I know. But that lung opens. That lung. That lung. Okay. The Lord said for all of you. Whoa, y'all know that it's got to be God. The Lord said for all of y'all that's struggling with breathing. God said deep breath is about to break up. Oh, y'all. See, y'all got to understand. When the spirit of healing comes in the room, you got to be willing to do what you couldn't do before the word was spoken. And so if you was having trouble breathing before, somebody say breathing. Breathe out. Oh yes. The wind of God flows in this room. The wind of God flows into your lungs, Bruce. The wind of God flows into your lungs. The wind of God. It was the back? Were you having some back problems? What was going on? Come on now, I don't know what's going on. I seen you twisting. I wanna see if you was doing what you couldn't do. Breathing. Oh, she receiving for you. I need to make sure. Who having problems with your joints? Cause we breaking that too. Two, three, your knees, your back. What is it, what is it? Your who? Fibromyalgia. Okay, okay. That's an inflammation. That watch this. I heard the Lord say that fibromyalgia is a strange fire. Y'all know that. It's not. It's illicit in your body, and the joints is because the cartilage, the fluidity of motion has been taken. But we speak, hey, the freedom of God to move. Somebody say, I receive it. Healing in this room. Huh? See, Robbie, God healed it once. In my costume. He healed it right before your eyes. 
And then what happened was the weight and pressure of life. You left out of here that Sunday straight. No crook, no nothing. Walking without pain. And then the weight and pressure of your life. I saw you the other day. I looked and I saw it. It had turned you sideways. But we straighten you up this morning. Straighten. We align every vertebrae. It was aligned before. We can align it again in the name of Jesus. It was aligned before. Inflammation is going away. Cartilage is being repaired. Come on now, y'all. I only need one person to agree with me. And here's the thing. The Holy Ghost agrees so y'all can act crazy if you want to. If you believe you can be made whole, if you believe your mind can be clear, if you believe your wound can be open, it is so. Yeah, I see you. See, I missed it. I just looked back at Robbie and I saw her after the word. She said, Y'all missed it. If that hurt before, God said, Watch me loosen that thing up. Surely I'll be with you. I'm, about to, I'm, I'm done. Lord ain't gonna let me say nothing else. That's all y'all needed to hear today. I teach the rest later. It's over. It's over. Somebody just receive it. It can't be that easy. Why can't it? Why can't it? Why can't it be that easy? It can't be. It can't be that easy. It can't be that. Man, I done seen blood vessels grow. Huh? I done seen I done seen limbs get longer. I'm talking about an atmosphere of the miraculous. I, I don't know about all of that. See, that's what's wrong. That's what's wrong. You're gonna want to know about all of that when it's you. Yep. Got one more thing God is telling me to pray for. Brett's mother. Yep. Yep. We're going to shrink what they see. <laughs> they see something. It's a mass. And what we're about to do in the spirit, because see, listen. All radiation and chemo does is shrink. So if man can shrink it, see, come on, get your faith up, get your faith up. If man can put an artificial chemical in the body and shrink a tumor, how much bigger is my God? that through the prayer and intercession of the saints we can't send the power of the Holy Ghost I said we shrinking it that's all he gonna let me do today 
but we about to shrink it. Because see, watch. Just because I got to get somebody's faith up. They already said, the first report I received was, it's in a bad spot. We can't get to it. Prayed. They was like, oh, it's in a good spot now. Which means that where they saw it, one prayer moved it. If I can move it with prayer, I can shrink it. Now, I'm going to be specific. I want it shrunk so much that they don't have to do anything. Then the next scan, I want it gone. Why do it in stages? Because whoever this doctor is is not believing. And since we got miracles going, I want everybody who saw the scans to get delivered. Father, in the name of Jesus, there is a foreign growth in her body. Come on, open up your mouth. There is a foreign growth in that body. It is not supposed to be there. She is not in our midst, but she's in yours. You are there, right there with her. Right now, God, as we pray, shrink almost down to nothing. Bring that thing down, God. Detach it, I hear you, God, from every major organ. Detach it. Make it stand alone any cell in the body that it degenerated we speak regeneration to it shrink it to the point that it is no more that the doctors would see that you alone are God we stand in agreement we're believing for her miracle because her miracle makes us shout about your ability We want to see her healed. But even more than a healing, God, today I'm asking you for a miracle. I'm specific in my words, God. We want that tumor to go. We rebuke its assignment in the name of Jesus and for your glory. Amen. Clap those hands. <clears throat> Bishop, I don't know about that. Let me tell y'all something. We haven't seen Sean in a while. Sean has been recuperating. He's had his surgery and everything. Let me tell y'all something. Sean. Sean had a growth, maybe about the size of your fist. And then the next time I saw him. It was huge. The doctor said he was, they were going to have to change bone structures and muscles. They said that the tumor was wrapped around everything. They said it's going to change. They're going to have to do all kinds of surgeries, multiple surgeries. And I think they had him at, at one time six surgeries. On a Zoom call, we prayed.
We prayed on Zoom. Next word we got, the tumor had detached from everything. It detached so much that it started coming through the skin. Y'all. We wanted it gone so bad, it's like I'm, I, it had to leave some way. It started coming through the surface of the skin. Because we told it it couldn't stay. When they finally went in to remove it, it wasn't connected to nothing. All them surgeries they said he was going to have, you know how many he had? One. They said, we're going to be able to take care of all this at one time. And while he's a little hard-headed, he's probably watching me right now. While he's a little hard-headed, he was at work in two weeks. Okay, y'all. He hard-headed. But don't tell me what God can't do. Okay, y'all. I said, get your faith up. And so if God can do all of this what you think he can do with your problem somebody say I receive it everybody stand to your feet I'm, I'm through So all he gonna let me say today Whew. Lord you've heard us you've heard our praise you've heard our worship Whew. many of us are still drunk in the spirit many of us are processing what it is you're going to do but we stand knowing it is well and it is so God you said that you were turning everything around in seven Sundays this is Sunday six And some stuff you reversed this morning. I look forward with great anticipation for what you're going to do on your seventh Sunday. In Jesus' name. And for your glory. Amen. Clap those hands. Get your giving.